Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. night we come here and 9:30 was up every monday night grant mills and i back at it how was your weekend good weekend it's pretty low key man how about you uh, you know, kind of the same. Uh, it was busy. It was a blur this weekend, but a good blur. Got the uh, flooring in my uh, sunroom. Now, uh, 
I think we're almost ready for football season. And I actually, today, first thing this morning, I woke up, drink coffee. I try not to fuck with the phone first thing just because I feel like, the, you know, tell my kids not to, well, my oldest daughter, my three-year-old better not be on the phone yet anyways. But, uh, you know, I don't like them to start their day with the with too much phone time. But I had to this morning. I had a good feeling. I've had a good day. We're going to have a good show. And I saw there was a deal on a 65-inch TV. I've been wanting one for my sunroom for football season. And I bought that motherfucker to start my Monday. How about that? All right. What kind of TV is it? Uh, you know what? It's just one of those generic uh, Roku TVs, the ONN. Hey, look, LD is uh, in the house tonight. Hey, LD. LD in the place to be. What's yeah. going on, LD? What happened to LD? <laughs> well, he's... He says he's liable, but uh, yeah, you know what? It's just one of those uh, generic Roku TVs, but I've got three of them, and they've been the sturdiest, best picture, uh, best bang for my buck. So 65 inches on football, 4K. I'm excited for this. What's up, LD? We see you in the chat line. <laughs> what would old LD did this weekend out there in Walker County? Yeah, I'm curious. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a place there. That is a place. I don't fuck around over there in Walker County. No, there's there's a lot of mishaps that occur in uh, Walker County. It's easy to get in trouble out in those parts. And I, my granddad told me when I uh, just hit dating age, do not date women out in Walker County. So no offense to you, ladies out there, but I was warned. What's up, fellas? Can you hear me? Oh, LB, what's up? Okay, all right, my bad. What's up, fellas? How you doing? How was your weekend out there in Walker County, Eldie? What'd you do out there? Yeah, man, it was all right, man. Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, just, uh, just chilled, man. Hung out and chilled. That's it. Just tried to avoid. Chilled. Yeah, tried to avoid all the meth houses out here in Walker <laughs> County. <laughs> uh, did you get any good wife time? You and the wife get out or chill out with the kids? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, man, kind of. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Bad <laughs> of the year, folks. LD out there in Walker County. Um, so I'm yeah, an LD fan. Either man. I mean, uh, really, I didn't get. I didn't really get in anything. I kind of hung out on the last week, and I went to the bar this weekend. I was going to go again. And I was like, man, I don't feel like it. You know, just going to hang out, nerd it up. <clears throat> I uh, double drag, and I, I played the double. <laughs> uh double dragon so they have a new game out double dragon gaiden and i'm not reviewing that on this go but i will be reviewing that game coming up i'm gonna play it a little more um but yeah i was on that nerding it up hardcore man you know i still got my dreamcast gdmu units got all the games on there sometimes i get vintage on that ass and uh i just get on there and see what's happening you know what i mean because sometimes it's just man i don't know man just been uh kind of kind of just just uh just hanging out, man. You yeah, know, you, need, you need need those weekends, especially. We're going to have a great football show. I'm pumped about that. But even before then, sometimes uh, before the fall even, not just football, but the fall, it's going to get cool outside. Weather's going to be nicer than it is. I mean, it's miserable outside right now. So you, you got to chill. It's almost miserable going out. So you need a little staycay. I saw your up of the Double Dragon Gaiden. What does it take? Elements of Ninja Gaiden? Is that what uh, what? The, uh, not really. 
You remember that game, Ninja Gaiden? Was that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's that game kicked ass. Yeah, yeah. Car- incarnations of that game. I remember the very first one. Sure. Uh, playing that, it was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty that's different. cool. I'm not sure if we reviewed that. I don't know, man. I need to go back and look. I don't. I think I might have. I think I I, I uh, reviewed a, uh, at least one of the sequels. There's like 58 sequels of that fucking game and offshoots and everything they've done. So. Yeah, I uh, think they got a. Uh, one of the Double Dragons ported on the NES Classic Mini. Um, I've got it. I haven't played it in a while, but good game. Definitely a quality one. Yeah, I want to give this one. I want to play it some more. I've I played some of it, but um, yeah, I still want to, I want to uh, get kind of get more into it a little bit. I mean, you know, the, it's like the original Double Dragon is so. I don't know. I think it always like we always talk about it. Kind of goes in conjunction with the time period and like. That is too, and the advancements at that time. But I don't know. Just and maybe it was also the two-player factor. You got your buddies in there playing. The original Double Dragon was just I don't know, man. It seems like I played that thing for hours on end. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fucking great. I think it was an NES. It was arcade, and then it was on the NES. I think at one point, or yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> man, just a great game. We got the dub dead boys in the house. What is it, Riz? I didn't try nothing. What the fuckers? How's y'all fucking weekend, you fags? Hey, 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 come on with all that. <laughs> come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm politically correct, some damn shit, motherfuckers. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, anyway, uh, how was your weekend, Wes? What did you do? Were you with the lady? You're still on a break? Were you out trying to find yourself? Eh, I'm like a little bit of everything, y'all. Yeah. coffee and stuff for a little bit, and, you know, taking things slow and shit. Trying to motherfucking just see about what it up, dude. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, listen, what players gotta do, the players gotta do. I mean, I just need to shit up about some stuff y'all don't know about. So, right. are you trying to, are you trying to, uh, make up, make up with baby, or, or you, you just seeing where it goes, or what? I don't know. Babies want to start all the dumb shit. She said we need to fucking take a break, just think about things. I don't know, man. It sounds like she might be thinking about things with another dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, baby. I better not ever find out about this again. I hope oh, you don't either, man. You sound like kind of a crazy fuck. You don't never know about me and my heart, though. I want my heart on my sleeve, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, in other news, I did have sex with a girl this weekend, fellas. Oh, you had sex with a girl? Oh. How'd that go? Oh, man. Her feet were so crusty. I thought she was making pies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that was kind of funny. <laughs> Wiss is a negative Nancy tonight. Wiss had a bad weekend. Yeah, I can tell. I think I need a vacation, yeah. You might need to, man. You might need to. You might need to go somewhere. Maybe where there's palm trees and uh, beaches. Well, Wiss will play out to Arizona. Yeah, he won't show up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, that boy. 
<laughs> we going through some things. All right, so everyone had a good weekend, it looks like. Well, we're not doing much, just chilling. Her Pee Wee Herman died today. Yeah, that was a. Uh, he's uh, up there in Heaven's Theater masturbating. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I think about when I was thinking about Pee Wee Herman, a Sarasota, Florida incident. But uh, I don't know how to feel about old Pee Wee, man. I, I, mean, I think he was a gifted uh, Paul Rubens, was kind of a, uh, I don't know, um, good actor, man, weird. He was, yeah, he was quirky. He was uh, he was in Blow also, wasn't he? Wasn't yeah, he yeah, as the uh, one was. of the like first one of the first people they hooked up with. Yeah, and I mean he was really good in that. I think, uh, man, you know what? I agree with you. That incident was uh, I was a kid, obviously, when that happened. I remember my mom pointing out a magazine as we're checking out in the grocery store and like, see, that's what he's like in real life. That's what he looks like behind the makeup. He's a sicko. And like demonized Pee Wee Herman in the line at the supermarket, and it showed his mugshot, and he didn't have his makeup on and his bow tie and shit, and it was kind of jarring, honestly. But I mean, now as an adult, dude, it's sick, it's weird, but I don't think it should overshadow his uh, his career. He was talented at what he did, Pee Wee's Playhouse, man, that was a uh, a good thing. I mean, well, he's whacking off the porn, right? He wasn't like a child predator. I, I don't, uh, I think he had some kind of shit like that, but I'm not sure about the whole thing with it. I'm not going to get into it, but, um, as far as that goes, that incident, yeah, he was just set up like a porn theater, I think. Um, I didn't know there was levels to it. Shit. Yeah. I don't think that other shit was about anything, but I mean, there was something and I'm not going to go into that. But anyway, as, uh, old Pee Wee, as, uh, as Pee Wee Herman, man, I mean, that was a fucking, you know, that was all a part of our lives when we were kids, that crazy shit. Uh, I remember the, the fucking intro to that. And, uh, man, that was just yeah. like, man, like I was one of those shows that was like appointment television. Like I had to see Bob and Pee Wee and what he was doing when that was on, man. And it was a short run too. And, um, <clears throat> I don't know if they did a vice thing on that. That's probably something they need to do. I bet they, uh, if they haven't yep. already done it, I feel like I've seen something on that, but I don't know if it was, um, vice exactly, but I think I mean, that'd be cool. You, you know, what's kind of weird and creepy is when you, uh, look online or you see a documentary and you see like the sets, old shows, and they're just in some storage building, just kind of frozen in time. You know what I mean? I saw, uh, the, uh, was the puppet from the never ending story or whatever who's just in like a fucking storage unit somewhere in Tennessee or something? Could you imagine all that weird shit on Pee Wee's Playhouse just sitting somewhere collecting dust? How creepy that shit is. I'm trying to sign that shit for cash, motherfuckers. It's not a bad idea. I mean, what? Since I'm some fucking nerd about that shit. Hey, so, uh, you know, why not? Fuck, you can make some money off that. Man, we got college football coming up. Coming up, it's like what three weeks, maybe? Yeah, like three that. weeks. Uh, I'm yeah, so yeah, I'm excited too. LD tomorrow is August 1st, meaning we are in the month of football. So, yeah, I guess after this week, one, two, three, we'll hit week zero. I've actually got a couple of good games uh, to watch for those first three weeks and a couple other things. So, whenever you're ready, Grant, how do you want to step into that? You excited? I know you're excited about uh, college football. What have you been besides Bama, the Ducks fan, right? Uh, I like the Ducks. I like Bama. I'm um, just ready to get this uh, 
college football season underway again, and we're going to have the pickums here, and Ooh, NFL's coming back as well, and everything. So, not too much longer, you know, till we yeah. get some uh, back. It's, it seems like it's been so long, but hadn't been that long. Just seems like it. Always does. Always does. LD, now you're a Marshall fan, right? Who do you like? <laughs> no, man, I like. Uh, I'm an Alabama fan. Roll Tide. Oh, Alabama, that's right. Roll Tide there, LD, and in Walker County. Oh, baby, college football. You know what? I was looking for some intro music for this, but let's just do this one here. Oh, nothing. Nice. Something like European <laughs> disco. <laughs> This is a college football preview show, folks. <laughs> Apologize for the intro music there. I probably, like I said, should have got some drumline music or something, but uh, that didn't happen. Man! And I know my boy Jay Wig has got some shit he wants to break down. Kind of uh, get get us, yeah. get us going here. This is good roundtable talk. I've got three categories we can go over. It's going to be fucking fun. Uh, you know what we're going to do? This is simple stuff. LD. Glad you're on the, the panel tonight because we always need an extra opinion. I've got my five teams to watch this season. And I try to be a little unbiased, but you can guess who my number one team to watch is. Alabama. Absolutely. Would y'all agree Alabama's a team to watch this season? Yes. Oh, yeah. For 100%, sure. 100%. This is going to be crucial for Saban because... They've never gone more than three seasons under his time without a national championship. It's on the line this season. If they do not win a national championship this season, that goes away. So it'll be more than uh, three seasons without a natty for Saban, which is impressive in itself. So, yeah, Bama obviously is going to be number one to watch. Number two, Georgia. They're playing for the three-peat. I don't really have much more to add about Georgia. I think that's impressive. They're playing the three-peat. They've got Kirby. I've got one of their uh, players as one of my players to watch. Number three team to watch, I'm going to go Colorado. Deion Sanders. I want y'all's opinion on Colorado. It's way too early to tell, but they made a massive change to the depth chart. He brought a lot of his players in, and a lot of the old players are out. Good idea, bad idea. What do y'all think about Colorado? LD? Uh, Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm interested to see it for sure. All right, yeah. Grant? This season, I don't think he's going to do anything. Where are they going to the Big 12? Is that 24? Yeah, I think that's going to be 24. So I'm with you. I I don't think – I think they're going to be a team to watch. I think it'll be entertaining. I don't see – I don't see anything big. My biggest – my biggest concern is his, his players that he's bringing in, a lot of these guys from Jackson State, uh, it's a different level of ball. I think they'll be playing teams that aren't going to be in the SEC, obviously. Uh, but they, they're going to start out with one of my other games of the week uh, down here. We'll get to that one in a moment. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a stretch, but I think it'll be fun to see Dion on the sidelines. 
Number four, hate saying it, but Auburn. Hugh Freeze down on the Plains. They've actually had a couple of uh, commits flip recently, getting some good players there. Uh, I don't know. I think Hugh Freeze could make a little noise down there if he can uh, escort hooker line. <laughs> so. Burner phone, Hugh. Huge yeah. freak. Huge freak. Huge freak. Yeah, I think there'll be a team to watch in the SEC, though. I mean, Hugh Freeze, though, uh, when he went to Arkansas State, immediate impact. You know, they're, they're you know, incredible in offensive production. That's what he does. He did it at Ole Miss as well. Um, he, and he's also really good at upsetting Saban. I hate saying that, but he's done it. One of the only coaches to do it back-to-back. So, uh yeah, Hugh Freeze, Auburn, team to watch, still a team to hate. My number five team, last team to watch. Then I want to hear if you guys have any, but I hate saying this one because I cannot stand this team. Fucking Michigan. And uh, reason why, yeah, reason why they've got a cake schedule, easy schedules can be. They're back-to-back Big Ten champs. They're returning 13 players, 13 starters, and their quarterback's returning and their running back. So they've had Ohio State's number the past couple of years. I would almost put money that Michigan makes the playoff. Easy. I think they walk into the playoff. Now, what they do with the playoff? Last year, and they were out pretty quick. So uh, I think they're back in because their schedule is just too damn easy. So that's my top five teams to watch uh, this season. Agree, disagree? Anybody have any others that we, we should add to that list? What do you think, LD? Who are your teams to watch? Yeah, I kind of agree with I agree with you, Jay Wiggy. I'm also thinking maybe like, you know, Maryland maybe a little bit with uh, Talia coming back. Sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Texas A&M. What do you think? Um, Maryland ain't even in the top 25, and Texas A&M suck. Jimbo Fisher's. I don't know what the fuck. The only thing about them that might be better is they got Bobby P. And yeah. if Jimbo is going to let him call plays, then they'll 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 have a fucking chance. But my thing is like you, know, you got people saying I don't think they're going to. He's not going to. Like why the fuck would you go get Bobby P? I mean he's yeah. an offensive fucking mind. He's got to you got to let him cook. I, I think Texas a and a good call. Uh, I think Maryland is too. I think Maryland's just more of a more. You're looking more at is Maryland going to be better than Maryland last year on a national level? I think they're. Uh, I think Talia at that point is going to be playing for himself. He's going to make Maryland better than they were, and I think he's just trying to uh, get his stock up. Uh, oh shit! We're having some technical difficulties. Okay, Wiggy, you with us? Jay Wiggins going in and out. Do you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Wiggy's having some issues right now, so yeah, he's uh <laughs> he's gonna try to reconnect. You there, Wiggy? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I right, I got you now. All right, sorry. I made some adjustments. Um what the fuck? It must have been my Wi Fi. Um all right, can you hear me loud and clear back on the back on yeah. back back on the For horn? Sure. All right. Yeah, I think A and M is a good a good call. I think they can be a dark horse. I actually like that call. I think that's a good team to watch. I think with Texas kind of being the with, with them coming to the SEC next year, with them having some Sarkeesian, Arch Manning, 
that huge game against Alabama, uh, the first, uh, well, excuse me, week. Um, I think Texas gets all the credit. So I think A&M is a good dark horse. I, I would, you know, Bobby P does his thing. You know, you might have a uh, heck of a season or some upsets there. So, all right. Good, well, good. here's a question. We're still in the town. We're still, the town's still at four, right? Playoffs still at four until next season. Yeah. Okay. So, better question would be, um, who do you think is going to be an outsider in the in the top four, or will there be an outsider like TCU this year, or you know, this past year? Yeah, that's a really really good question. Um, I think there will be. I, I, I don't know who it would. I I, I think they're getting better at, at at looking at the the numbers and and including. They they don't want to double up teams. They don't want to double up Alabama and Georgia. Possible if it if it has to happen, it's going to happen. If it, if if there's somebody that can control that, they don't. It's like why they put TCU in last year. I got criticized for saying TCU should be in over a better Alabama. But now, see what happens. TCU got smacked 65-7. to They're not going to allow them back in. So I think it's going to make it more competitive, and I think they will look at dark horse teams. So which teams? I think Michigan and Georgia are back in, no problem. Um, but beyond that, I think it's anybody's game this year. Anybody that we top fifteen right now, probably. I don't think you're going to have too much of a dark horse, but who? What say you, uh, Grant Mills? Well, Wes Craver thinks it's going to be. I need to watch out for Washington, Michael Penis Jr., and Utah. You and the Pack Twelve, motherfucker. It's not a. It's not a bad call, actually. No. Utah, I think, is very viable. Uh, oh, I, I don't know about uh, Oregon. Mm, I don't know. I think it might be between Washington, Utah, Oregon, or maybe even like a uh, <clears throat> maybe a Florida State gets in there somehow. You know, they're kind of creeping. Creeping. What about a Wisconsin? Mm. No. Mm. Yes. Didn't they just get a new? They just fire their coach. They got a new coach. Something like that. I don't know about them. You know, they're they're kind of a strange team because uh, they uh, didn't have a great season last year. Um, I, I think they can do. I think Wisconsin didn't they? They got they got Luke Fickle. Right? From That's right. That's correct. Cincinnati, good coach. Um, I think it's possible. I, I would like to see a different team in there, a, a strong traditional team. Wisconsin would be one of them. Um, I think it's too early. There's no state to hit the fucking Wisconsin, yeah. There's no state, motherfucker. They're in the fucking AP top 25 right now. Well, nah, I'm fucking with y'all, but um, I don't know. Um, I like the outside looking in, though. Um, So I think that's good. I think that's a good list of teams to watch. My five. Let's add Texas A&M in there. Um, I would actually take Maryland – not as a whole, but I would go to my next category, and I had three players to watch, and I, I, I would I would put outside in to Leah Tagovailoa, but not so much for what he's going to do at Maryland, but just if he's going to be like his brother at the next level. Um, my players to watch this year, and, and I'm not going to go into all their stats, but I've got number one, Drake May, North Carolina. Number two, Brock Bowers, Georgia. Mostly on them, uh, Drake May – Standout quarterback. First 10 games, he only threw three interceptions. His last four, he threw four picks. Um, really brought North Kakalaki back into the limelight for a little bit there. 
Uh, Brock Bowers just huge at Georgia. National championship game. Had 152 yards, 6'4", 230 tight end, running mid-fours, 40. And uh, Grant Mills, my number three player to watch. I think you can appreciate this one. Bo Nix, Oregon. Yeah, he's in the Pac-12. Yeah. He doesn't have a stupid ass. He's, I mean, you know, you got to give him um, some slack because, I mean, what do you go through? Three different coordinators and stupid coach. Uh, he, he, he didn't have it easy at Auburn. He didn't really have anybody around him either. So, yeah. And, and what, what was interesting about it, at three seasons, he's going to be a fifth year senior because he gets a COVID year. He comes back for a senior. Um, he played three seasons at Auburn. His numbers really never changed. And I don't think that's so much of a player problem as a personnel issue who's calling the plays. I mean, you've got a quarterback who's doing exactly what you're telling him to do and nothing more, nothing less. He goes to Oregon, and, uh, man, he really shoots off his, his first year there. So I think uh, Bo Nix is going to do – and he's improved a little bit every season. His completion percentage started, I think, in the 50s. Last year, I think he was 71%. Um I think Oregon's a good fit for him. I think he's going to get better. He's got the experience. Um, so I think Bo Nix is going to be a Heisman front runner too. Oh, man. Good call. I do. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that'd be my three top players, Drake May, Brock Bowers, Bo Nix. I think uh, our teams that we love, Bama, I just don't have somebody there that's going to stand out. I think they have the talent. Uh, you could argue Kool-Aid, McKinstry, um, Kool-Aid. Uh, or flavor aid Williams, but um, I, I, uh, I slid that bullshit in. Um, but I don't see anybody else, so I try to go out of the SEC a little bit. Don't want it the SEC bias, but I think those three uh, are pretty good ones to watch. They make it more fun to watch teams outside of the SEC too, especially uh, Drake May, good quarterback, and uh, Bo Nix. So, yeah, any others that we've got our eye on? Too early to tell. Um, anybody that you guys would add to that short list? Who are you thinking, LD? Man, I don't – yeah, I mean, I feel like Jay Wiggy kind of – I mean, that's a good list. Uh, I like the Bo Nix. Um, you know, he played really well last year, so um, I yeah. kind of agree with that. that. That's definitely one to watch. I feel um, I feel like he can do a lot with them this year, so for sure. I think so. Caleb Williams, motherfucker. Caleb Williams? Where, who does he play for? Uh, you know what? Wiss must have been reading my mind because my <laughs> I, I've slid right in. I made good notes. Wiss Creever, uh, my week zero game. This is our August game, San Jose State versus USC. Now, why the fuck would anybody watch San Jose State versus USC? This is going to be a cakewalk, right? Well, there's only like six games on in week zero on uh, August 26. Uh-huh. But you have Heisman Award winner Caleb Williams at USC. So your first week... When you only have six teams watching and USC is uh, hosting San Jose State, yeah, Caleb Williams will be on the TV. So, uh, fun night game. He's a great player. I think he'd be a player to watch. Uh, I would go back and add him to that short list. Wiss, I, I don't say it enough. Good job. Good pick. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you just got to tell shit. I guess. Oh, uh, uh. I don't know a lot about the players this year, to be honest with you. Like, I just don't know a lot. There's no, like you said, there's no quarterbacks at Bama. Uh, we kind of talked about Bo Nix. I don't know anything about Arch Manning, and I don't even think he's starting this year. 
are starting this upcoming whatever, unless something happens to old boy or. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I mean, I, I don't see why you would risk it if uh, Quinn Ewers is uh, is playing well. He played really good last season. Um, you know, Stetson Bennett at Georgia, he's gone. Bryce Young, gone. Uh, Bo Nix is out of the SEC. He was up in Oregon last season, but, you know, he's he's up there doing his Caleb Williams, uh, left Oklahoma, uh, what, two seasons ago. Now he's out in USC. So you've really mixed and matched – the landscape changes every year. That's one of my arguments too. somebody, and it may have been on Feinbaum, talked about how shitty, you know, oh, Alabama doesn't have any players. They've lost so many in the NFL. Every motherfucking team loses them to the NFL or to graduation. It's, it's, it's not, you know, Alabama won a title in uh, 2009, 2011. Completely different players. You're going to re- regroup every year. And that's the fun thing to see what springs up from that, what players are going to become household names. And I think exactly. That's like, yeah, that's the beauty of college football. Uh, this year, there's going to be a player right now. We'll be talking about uh, midseason, postseason, and beginning of next season, and we don't even know who it is yet. That's right. Pamma don't have a quarterback. No, I think that's well, not there. yet. He just he's not saying. You know how that goes. He's not going to say anything. You know how Saban is. Yeah, that's a good call, LD. I think I would hedge my bets on Ty Simpson. He seems to be getting more reps uh, from from my insider source, which is a yacht. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? And and speaking of Bama, I'll go through my top three games for the first three weeks. Now, listen, this is our preview show. We're not going to get into every week, but I told you my week zero. Uh, Wiss even kind of hinted at that with his Caleb Williams talk, San Jose State versus UFC. There's plenty of games on that weekend, but there's only like six. It's like Jacksonville State, UMass, and uh, Vinegar Tech, so we don't want to watch those. Uh, Week one, this is the big week, uh, September 2nd. Not a lot of good games. A lot of, uh, you know, Alabama's got Middle Tennessee. I think Auburn's got UMass. Georgia has somebody. Uh, but this is where you get Colorado and TCU. I think this is a good matchup uh, to kick off uh, Deion Sanders' inaugural season. So Colorado with Deion taking on the national championship runner-up. Is it even fair to call them runner-ups after you lose 65-7? to seven? Uh, No. They just they just they uh just shoehorn their way in. Um, God, um, what an embarrassing game! Still, yeah, I think that's gonna be a fun game to watch. So, Dion's first uh, game with Colorado versus uh, Sonny Dykes and TCU. Um, if TCU somehow upsets Colorado, that really sets the tone for uh, Dion's season. Um, so that would be my pick for Week One, the official Week One, and Week Two, nine nine September 9th, Texas Longhorns at Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a stellar game. And and that will be the make-or-break game early in the season for one of those teams. So I think if Texas wins, they carry that momentum, and they may uh, find themselves in the playoff picture. Uh, Alabama wins. I think they got that confidence, and they continue on. So that's my top three game picks early in the season that we're looking at uh top three players uh and then my teams to watch this season so good little breakdown uh, i think that's uh god i'm fucking excited that was a good good little preview there and of course we always talk about college football hell and the nfl and all that she so <clears throat> yes we'll definitely always be you know 
covering this shit every week. And so now it's pretty much officially, you know, on and on. Because in three weeks, boom. Boom. So <clears throat> you got um, Pac-12 still looking for a TV deal. Colorado's left. If they don't get that deal here soon, Arizona might leave. Then after that, there could be it could be pretty bad for the Pac-12. That conference yeah. could be done if that happens. So, um, other than that, ACC, you know, uh, they they still have that fucked up ass deal where the teams can't leave if they want to because it's still like 2034, 36 something. Right. So I don't see any realignment there, but you know. It's all about the SEC and the Big Ten. Yeah. And, you know, the Big 12 is actually creeping. They've made some, uh, they've done a little, they're trying to do a little something. Trying to make a little noise. Yeah. So, they got Colorado, and that's a big one because of Dion. If not for Dion, it wouldn't. No, nobody would give a shit. Yeah, nobody would fucking care. So, there it is, folks, the college football preview. Anybody else have anything to add? We move on there, LD. No, yeah, not not anything right now. Jake covered it. Ooh, I could talk about it all day, um, but there's going to be so much more down the line. I, I would absolutely love fan feedback on this. If you're a fan of whatever team, especially uh, North Kakalaki, uh, Georgia, Oregon, whoever we got players to watch, Vinegar Tech, for example. Um, you know, shout out to what you think your team's going to do. I want to see the predictions. And, uh, you know, if you predict the uh, winner of the college football playoff this year, you will get absolutely nothing. That's true. Because we don't uh, have any shit like that. Yeah. You can uh, get an autographed picture of Frank Fritz. <laughs> you can get an autographed picture of Whisker Eater. <laughs> I would like to know y'all's uh, opinion on uh... – what? How do you think Tennessee may do this year? Good question, Grant. Uh, quarterback. I don't know. Probably somewhere in the middle, like six and six. What do you think? Yeah, I think Joe Milton. From what I've heard, what I've seen, um. He's got a cannon for an arm, but, man, you remember if you play NCAA back in the day, they can have like a 99 arm with a 70 accuracy, and I think that's what stands out about him. Most of the guys with cannons for arms, man, just don't tend to do well. The accuracy is much more important at that point. Uh, I think without Jalen Hyatt, too, tough loss. Um, I think they're going to be in – I think they'll be a, like an Auburn, middle of the pack. They, they You definitely got to play them hard every week, but if I had a bet right now, I think Tennessee's – Eight, eight wins, eight win. All right. Yeah. Good question. I don't think they're going to win shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> I hate Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they, they suck. Do. I hate them too. I hate them. They All got, right. Yeah, they got a cupcake schedule. I think uh, Virginia, Austin P. uh, UTSA, that's just the first month. I mean, that's three wins right there. They got Florida, South Kakalak, Texas A&M, Alabama. They got a ton of Georgia's in the regular season, Alabama, Texas A&M. South Carolina's pretty good. 
uh, Connecticut, Missouri, Vandy. So, yeah, they, they've got six wins already, seven if you count Kentucky. So they, they'll get their seven, eight wins. Uh, but the other teams are tough, tough, tough teams to play. Alabama at Alabama. Uh, the others are home games. So, mm, I don't know. Maybe nine wins. Fuck them. Oh, look at you. Feeling all generous. <laughs> I mean... Hold your... There you have it. That's all she wrote. There you have it. The college football preview from the boys. And now, let's get into a little bit of... Oh, shit. Wrong one. Let's go... some weird news on this edition. Oh, damn. Somebody had an accident. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you doing? I'm sorry. That was my bad. You you drinking on gin and juice? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, in this week's uh, news... This is a weird story. So, Manatee dies of injuries from a sexual encounter with his brother at a Florida aquarium. This, <laughs> this article is by David Keeley. A manatee who died in a Florida, Florida aquarium this year sustained fatal injuries caused by sex with his brother, officials said. Oh, Jesus. Hugh, 38 died unexpectedly at the Mote Marine Laboratory and Aquarium in Sarasota, which this week shed more light on the animal's passing, saying the injury is most likely the result of sex with his brother, Buffett. Moat insisted that Hughes Hamlet never believed he was in any danger. On the day of Hughes' passing, Hugh and Buffett engaged in a, wait a minute, uh, naturally at increased mating behavior observed and documented uh, in manatees, both in managed care and in the wild. The aquarium said in a statement, quote, this was the first time such heightened mating behavior was witnessed between the two manatees. Oh, man, this is, this gets pretty... (laughs) Um, A necropsy performed by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission Marine Mammal at the uh, Pathology Lab found the fatal wound was a 14.5 centimeter long tear in the ventral wall of his colon. Oh, goddamn. Man, it seems I had a huge dick. Hugh uh, and Buffett were both observed, initiating and mutually seeking interactions from each other throughout the day, and there were no obvious signs of discomfort or distress as listing, crunching, or active avoidance that would have triggered a need for the intervention. Keepers didn't try to physically separate the manatees during uh, booty time, figuring that would do more harm. Following directions of veterinarians, distractions rather than physical separation was chosen because separation has previously caused undue anxiety and negative effects in both manatees, the aquarium said. Uh, so, this this shit's weird also because um, it, it said that they, for like 27 years, they didn't do anything. 
Um, this, let's see what this veterinary, veterinarian said here. You can have a poor outcome in these kinds of situations either way sometimes. <laughs> uh, I can't say whether they took the right actions or not. Only people there would know for sure. Managing wild animals under human care is not always a straightforward situation. Sex between male manatees, even brothers, is far from uncommon. They're not too meticulous about who their partners are. They just have this kind of sexual urge, and then they engage in activities with whoever seems to be in the area. And if that's a female, great. Uh, but if there are not enough females around, there are only males around, they may express a sexual behavior on whatever individual may be in the vicinity. As uh, generally, beings, manatees don't have a strong sense of familial structure. Leading to the encounter between brothers Hugh and Buffett. Oh well. <laughs> Speechless. Speechless. Um, so hey man, this is so man odd news. So manatees are, I guess, bisexual then, right? Sometimes. Sounds like fucking freaks to me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, jeez, yeah. Um, I guess so, but it's like I said, like. For they, I mean, they've been in there for like 27 years, and they, they said this just started happening. So I find that that's that's weird. And then huh. they hit middle age and decided to fuck each other. I guess so. God. So tragic, tragic story there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Rest in peace. Yes, man, uh, manatee. Wait, it was Hugh? Okay. Hugh. Buffett. Buffett's the one that fucked him. Oh. Hugh's the one that died. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and go to the next news story. <laughs> yes. Now, moving this, on. <laughs> this one's also weird, but it ain't that weird. Um, see if I can find. I was just looking at this motherfucker, the other uh, thing on the thing. I might have to go in the doohickey, but I thought I had it on the site. Anyway, you know, so, it's weird. What? Pee Wee Herman and Amanity both died. <laughs> But Frank Fred still lives. Please. <laughs> Go so, on. You're fired. Brutal. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so this Japanese man uh, who identifies dog. Oh, God. <laughs> um, has this um, basically spends Two million yen to become a dog. He has a. Uh, they got video of this, by the way, on the a YouTube. All right, so he has. Uh, it's basically about twenty twenty thousand dollars for this dog suit, right? Right. And um, yeah. he's got this girl who walks him around and everything. It looks like a fucking dog, but it's kind of weird looking, I guess. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Um. <laughs> Uh, Toko, I don't know if that's the dog or this guy's name. Uh, tw he spent twenty two thousand dollars on this this fucking this fucking dog suit costume, right? This Japanese company called Zepit, which makes costumes for TV commercials and films, created the hyper realistic dog outfit for the man. It took him about forty days. They specialize in creating figuring bodysuits, three D models, etc. Modeled after a collie, like Lassie reproduces the appearance of a real dog walking on four legs and uploaded a video to his YouTube channel uh, named I Want to Be an Animal. The channel has more than 31,000 subscribers and the video has reached more than 1 million views. 
it was shot about a year ago. Um, <laughs> it was shot about a uh, year ago, but it's just been uploaded recently. It was shot as part of an interview by RTL, a German TV station. And yeah, so kind of weird. Uh, if you look at it, it's, it's, uh, <sighs> you know, I, I saw this and, um, I've got two thoughts on it and, and one's good and one's bad. Uh, the good is it's a pretty fucking impressive costume. Would you not agree? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, when I first saw it, I thought, man, the dog looks a little weird, but I le- legit thought it was a fucking dog. I mean, but my problem with it is a fucking grown man pretending to be a dog. And I think that's just fucking stupid. Yeah, man. That's some Jerry Springer shit. Yeah. I... So I don't know, man. What do you do? Like, you just be in the suit all the time. Like you... he's just trying to find a way to sniff asses on the low and shit without getting <laughs> getting busted. Sick bastard. Yeah, this is too much people that have too much fucking time on their hands. Yeah, yeah. So this guy basically says, quote, I don't want my hobbies to be known, especially by the people I work with, said the man. Duh. They think it's weird I want to be a dog for the same reason why I can't show my real face, added the man. Yeah, I noticed in that video he doesn't come out of the suit or anything because I wanted to see what this fucker looked like. I really tell my friends because I'm afraid they'll think I'm weird, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I haven't seen it. Is it like a... You know, the people that are like furries and shit. No, it's a fucking like, legit dog suit. Like, it ain't oh no damn God. furry. He okay. looks like a fucking dog. I mean, it's a legit, like, I mean, if you watch it and you're just scrolling through, you're not going to think it's like a furry or anything. You'll really believe it's a fucking collie. I mean, it's a, it's pretty impressive. But yeah, this is this is why, Amer- not this is a Japan, but the world needs to bring back insane asylums. Please. They don't have them <laughs> Ah, no, everybody just gets therapy and cries and is a victim nowadays. Ah, okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, this dude's weird and he's uh, fucking living in a dog suit. So stay tuned for more news on him, I guess. <laughs> so I kind of have some more questions, like a little bit. <laughs> like, does he, like, okay, if he's, <laughs> does he like shit? Like, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to know how he shits and stuff and like. God, that Does is a he good question. Pee like a dog? <laughs> he, I, don't I don't know, man. I don't think so. It would be. How the hell are you going to do that? I don't think it's equipped to do that. Yeah, oh, like, it's not like for your penis and stuff. That'd Maybe he weird. wears like okay. a diaper or some shit and he shits. <laughs> and, I, and I'm really thinking, I mean, if I'm dressing as a dog and acting like a fuckhead, um, you know, you don't want to shit in the costume. But if you have to shit, I mean. You... It's got to be hot up in that fucking suit, too. Oh, yeah. Not really? Gotta be. Um, bent over like a fucking dog all day? Yeah, this is, you know, like I said, I, I'm very open-minded and free-spirited and shit, but I think sometimes people take shit too far, and this is times. I, I, I feel like it gets intrusive. You want to do it in your, the privacy of your own yard and pretend to be a dog, man, go ahead. But here's the thing. He says he don't want people finding out, but the news had to find out some way. Someone had to put it out there. It's not like somebody just heard it, so he had to put it out there. <laughs> to get attention to it, but then he doesn't want the attention. You see what I'm saying? He's kind of a hypocrite on that. True, true. Yeah, right. So. It's like a humble humble brag or something. Yeah, what a brag. Yeah, weirdo. Fucking weird motherfuckers. All right. Well, I have another story. Uh, you know I love world records and whatnot. Yes. So... 
Chinese teen skips rope 375, no wait, 374 times in one minute. This one's by Ben Hooper, folks, the article. You can, of course, all this uh, shit's on YouTube or whatever. A 16-year-old jump rope expert in China broke a Guinness World Record by skipping rope 374 times in one minute. Guinness World Record said Zuki from Yo-Yo City, Ningbo, broke Japanese jumper Daisuke Mamura's record of 348 skips in one minute, which stood for 10 years. Zhu, who previously applied for the record but had to start over due to Guinness World Records guidelines, said his new record isn't even his personal best. My best performance was 398 times in one minute, and that was done in online in the online part of the middle school division of the third primary and secondary students rope skipping championship in 2022, he told Guinness. So yeah, if you look at this video, man, this fool's getting on it pretty hard. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's impressive. Uh... <laughs> how do they even count that? I want to. How do they count that? Do they have like a like? How do they know? Like, I want to know how they count that. They've, they've got ropes that are built with the little cycle in there. So one revolution okay. around the handle, where there's like a bearing inside the handle that's connected to the rope. Most of these guys are using ropes. Um, which, if you jump rope, I do a little bit in fitness, but man, I will tell you, three hundred plus in a minute is is fucking moving said you watch that's fucking getting it um but yeah there's usually a little bearing in there it's kind of like those old school pedometers where it has the little click rate i'm sure now they have digital ones that are a lot fancier than what i'm talking about but yeah you you make one revolution around it spins around your body it can count it pretty easy okay okay yeah they're pretty cool so if you ever intend to break the world record ld you got to get you one yeah okay all right i'll look on amazon Okay. Check it out. You use um, jump ropes in your workout? I've got one. I've got a pretty decent one. Um, yeah, sometimes I don't do as much as I probably should. It's a awesome, uh, awesome, awesome cardio exercise. Um, but uh, no, not as much as I should. I, I probably bust it out maybe once a month or so. But uh, it's tough. It'll, it'll do it. In school, uh, we used to jump rope for heart. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you get some prizes from the catalog. You got all your family and friends to donate $130 so you can get a uh, $5 squirt bottle that says Jump Rope for Heart on it. That's right. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Isn't the Powerball up to like a billion dollars? Who going Ooh. to who going to Mega Georgia? Million, I believe. Mega Million. Who, who going to Georgia tomorrow? Pick up some tickets. I'm up here. Damn. Oh shit. LD, get us. Yeah, you need to buy some tickets, bro. A billion LD. Hook your boy up. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll I'll stop on the way back. Oh, 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 What else is going on? Is there anything else? Well, that's what I'm about to tell y'all. Man, there's another world record, but I feel like these world records, man. You know, I don't know. This is a push-up world record. Whew. Oh, cool. Yeah, Romanian. So he's the most push-ups in one hour, broken for the second time in a month by Ben Hooper. A Romanian athlete who has been attempting to break the world record for push-ups in one hour for six years finally broke the record successfully after one month after his last set. 
Poplar into you. Uh, from Romania, lives in London. Broke the record by performing 3,378 push-ups in one hour. God damn. He broke the record of 3,249 set by Australian Daniel Skelly, who was awarded the Guinness World Record title just one month before it was taken by Lauren Tia. Lauren Tia? Lauren Tia? And uh, attempting to break the record since 2017, but qualified because he couldn't keep his form. And yeah. So he finally got it. And uh, looking at this dude, he don't look too huge or anything, but man, that's push-ups there. Yeah. A lot of those guys that do the push-up records and shit like that, man, some of the pound-for-pound strongest people I've met are like rock climbers and shit. They look real skinny and wiry, man, but less weight to move and uh, they're like still fucking cables. Uh, Yeah, rock climbers and dudes like that and dudes that just do calisthenics or Strong as fuck. God damn. I fucking don't want to do no rock climbing. That looks like the most boring and dangerous fucking like hobby to fucking get. Yeah. Not into it. Yeah, I don't get it, man. Like you climbing on a fucking big ass rock. And like you want to scale it. For what? That's fucking stupid. It's like Mount Everest. Who the fuck wants to go to Mount Everest, man? Like, a bunch of people died in that motherfucker. It cost like 80 grand to do it. Like, who the fuck wants to do this shit? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't understand. It's not a... It's not one of those accomplishments anymore that it it once was where you had the short list of people that climbed now. You've got so much talent. Man, you know, back in the 20s or whenever the fuck these dudes were first scaling Mount Everest with like big wool sweaters and no oxygen tanks, just... They're fucking massive nutsacks they got to carry up there. Dude, that's when, like, it was impressive. Now you got a hundred oxygen tanks, three Sherpas, these tents. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it's, not what it, it, it's not what it once was. I mean, it's not that challenge. It's like going to the Antarctica now uh, where they had they used to have to scale them with dogs or whatever the fuck they use. Now you just hop on a, a vessel from Chile and go down there and explore. It's too easy. Hello, Chile, y'all. I think I'm on my... Chili, that you reminded me, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, chili. I love chili. Hot for chili, man. Too hot for chili. But I do like some chili though. Damn. No beans, no beans, man. No beans. Chili ain't chili if you put beans in it. Yeah, no beans. I put beans, beans in mine. Shit, oh man. God, all these chilies. Can you fart? Oh, you know. extra, extra protein. I don't fuck with beans, man. <laughs> Yucko. I like onions, so white onion. Oh yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, oh, definitely got to have cheese up in there, and uh, white onion. As far as the chili seasonings go, though, man, do you go? Do you get your shit from the pack, or you have your own seasonings, LD? Like you make your, you have your own seasoning, like, or do you get the pack, the yeah. chili pack? So, yeah, so I got the pack, but then I have my like, I guess what I kind of add to it and. And and uh, you know to make it delicious. Um, Yum. We also our chili over rice at my house, and god damn, it's delicious. Uh, rice and beans. Yes, yes. That's not even chili anymore. That's like I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's like a fucking like <laughs> I'm like a casserole at that point. So you know, in Cincinnati, they do chili over spaghetti noodles. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. 
Man, yeah, that's not good. Chili. No, that's it's nasty. not good. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, yeah. And like then, it. and then I'm sorry. And then in Michigan, or let's see, in Midwest, I, I met somebody one time that told me they put chili over cinnamon rolls. Oh God. What? That's yeah. I swear. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. Yuck. Hell no. So my shit, man. No, no beans. Instead of tomato paste, um, sloppy Joe sauce, white onion, cheese. Maybe I don't. As far as the, um, I usually get a pack of something. But well, no. And it's like it's like a weird thing. Like you get the pack, or like you kind of go freestyle, and depending on how I feel. But what, with the freestyle shit, I don't have a one set recipe. It's like I'm gonna go to the internet, you know, maybe look and see what spices I got. But with a pack, you know, you got a little bit more of a focused endeavor there. Anyway, <laughs> now I went on absolutely nothing on that rant. Uh, <laughs> I'm having to try the sloppy Joe. I'm having to try. That sounds good. I'm having to try the sloppy Joe mix and my chili next time. That sounds good. It is, man. It's it's good. It's good. So my uh, current food quest now. I know. So. The impromptu and cheese, man. I'm still fucking with that, you know. I'm thinking maybe a, a good Cajun bacon, you Ooh. know, something like that. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'd try to, but on the last one, maybe a brioche bun. Oh, uh, man. man. So that, many options. Brioche bun changes the game. I think uh, one of the first football games, we got to get together. Every- uh, bring a bring a bring a plate of something, or bring some food or some shit. I wouldn't mind breaking down on some BBQ or some shit. I wouldn't bring chili God, with beans God. in it. Oh God! <laughs> we all gonna be farting the place up, man. That's a, we're saying nothing like a hot football September day with the LDs chili and a a bubbling <laughs> hot glass of ginger ale. Hope I don't bring a part of the toilet, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I do like some chili though. But hey, what's coming up now? Well. We got a vintage fucking game review. Holy! Yeah, a computer game company, right? Yeah, well, yeah. PC. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, pretty familiar with them. They were pretty big back in the day. Yeah. I bought a few games. So the Leisure Suit Larry Sweet was on that one. Police Quest. Oh. Space Quest. And uh, King's Quest was another one. Uh, so, yeah, they had like, a lot of fucking like sweets of games. Uh, have like five or six sequels on everyone. Uh, but today, we're going to review Space Quest 4 Roger Wilco and the Time Rippers. You can actually go on Steam, check out, I think, all the games. 
from the Sierra era of PC gaming, which was, these are cool games because they're a little bit, these games here, as opposed to like nowadays, of course they're, they're way retro and everything, but like they had a different kind of gameplay to them, it was almost like, uh, I don't want to say edutainment, that sounds weird, but uh, it was, gameplay was a totally different deal, right, uh, they, were, they were fun though. They just like wasn't like your typical all action that you're seeing these days, like the kids with the Call of Duty and all that shit. This is way more almost like Oregon Trail like, but had graphic elements. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Space Quest 4 Roger Wilco and the Time Rippers is a 1991 graphic adventure by Era Online. It was released on floppy disks on March 4th, 1991, and on CD-ROM in December 1992, with full speech support featuring laugh-in announcer Gary Owens as the voice of the narrator. It featured 256 color and painted graphics and a fully mouse-driven interface. One of the first video games to use motion capture animation. It cost over a million dollars to produce and sold more than its three predecessors combined. An Atari ST version was announced via Sierra Online's magazine, Sierra News Magazine, but that was later canceled. In this installment, Roger embarks on a time travel adventure through Space Quest games both past and past, present, and future. A reborn sludge Vohal from Space Quest 12. Bohal's Revenge 2 chases Roger through time in an attempt to finally kill him. Roger also visits West X, Latex Babes of Istros, which is a parody of the Infocom game Slither Goddesses of Phobos, and Space Quest 1 in the latter. The graphics and music revert to the style of the original game where Roger is threatened by a group of monochromatic bikers who consider Roger's 256 colors pretentious. None of the gameplay takes place in Space Quest 4. In fact, the actual Space Quest 4 is only seen briefly in the introduction. So this game, and all these games, had the point-and-click interface, um, featuring icons for different actions. You got icons for an eye, talking head, a walking person, hand, mouth, nose, representing look, walk, taste, walk to email, respectively. The last two almost never do anything other than provoke a humorous response from the game. In this game, there's like a game in a game. Miss Astro Chicken, Flight of the Pullet, is a video game embedded within latex babes of Istros. Uh, the latex babes of Istros portion of the game in a mall arcade. I've already lost myself in this shit. It is a sequel of sorts to Astro Chicken, an arcade game that appeared in Space Quest 3. The game's name is a parody of the actual arcade game, Miss Pac-Man. Boom diggy. The Astro Chicken theme music is a variation on the Chicken Reel, a traditional folk song best known for its use in animated cartoons. I love that song. <laughs> you know, yeah, every time you see a chicken on the screen, oh, that's, that's awesome. that fucking chicken reel. Proceed, sir. Sorry. Oh, no, I love that. Gosh, that's fucking great. Hell yeah. Oh, in the game, the player controls a flying chicken whose enemies include flying squirrels, wind pumps, shotgun wielding hunters, and hunting dogs. Dropping eggs on enemies immobilizes them and increases the player's score 
after playing the game for a while, arcade game, uh, regular black arcade, ga, uh, arcade fucker, arcade cabinet explodes. So this has no effect on a player of the broader game. All right, so pretty much, man. Like I said, I bought this game back in the day. Got on and played it a little bit. Looked at the walkthrough, kind of refresh my memories of this game, Space Quest Four. This is like the only fucking game that I played too, and I remember, man, and it was fucking fun. I don't know why though. Like I don't know why this game was so fun. Uh, maybe because back in I, I probably it's the memory of it because I remember it. I remember playing the shit out of the game and how fun it was. Um, back then, the goddamn graphics were pretty good for a game like this, and uh, it was actually. It was a pretty fun game. Like you, you gotta, you know, it's like a, it's like an RPG, but also adventure, and you gotta figure out stuff and do shit. Duh. I mean, that's what games are. But like the the goddamn way that they they did it with these games, you know, they had a run. Sierra had a run. Like I said, what Police Quest, King's Quest, um, Larry's Leisure Suit Larry's, um, and so. Yeah, this was a good game. It was fun to play. I suggest if you want to check it out, you can get on uh, Steam. They got all the Sierra shit on there, man. And you guys want to reminisce back to that era and get on there. And it's definitely worth it because these games aren't expensive. And you can get on there and just fucking reminisce if you ever got into it. But I'm going to go ahead and give this a rating right now. I'm sitting here just fucking talking. Talking, talking in a I'm going to give it a 2.5. Uh, it was fun and still got a good replay value on it, but probably not something I'd go back and just play the hell out of, you know? What kind of... Uh, did, did you get that game when it first came out? And if so, uh, what kind of computer were you rocking back then? Do you remember? Yeah, I definitely bought it when it came out. I think I was rocking uh, the old Packard Bell. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. cool. Packard fucking Bell. So, man. Yep, yep, and I think it was on a floppy at the time, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, man. That's but a uh, huge ass tower and shit. I actually think I think it was the other one, the one that wow. lays down. Oh yeah, the one that your monitor sits on. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, looked like shit. that. Yeah, yeah, super old, super old, but man. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of these games again. I think, you know, Lizzie Shoot Larry has a, they did a couple of those on the Switch. And so I downloaded uh, one of cool. those. Yeah. Uh, Is it cool? I haven't played it yet, man. I downloaded that one in Double Dragon and I just started playing the Double Dragon Gaiden. So I'll probably get on there tonight and check out Larry and see, you know, kind of what they did with it on the Switch. I kind of like the Sierra uh, going down that that path. There was a game, and when you talked about Sierra, I looked into it. Uh, Lords of the Realm 2, I played that, and I actually played it not too long ago. had downloaded it from Steam, I believe, and uh, that was one of the early uh, games I got down on. It's a turn-based medieval game. kind of reminds me of Stronghold. I actually think Stronghold's a little better. if you've ever played a game, I can't remember who makes that one, but uh, Sierra's version, or it may have been the original, was uh, Lords of the Realm, and Lords of the Realm 2 was really good. Uh, they also had another game, because I was a big, and still to a degree, Civil War buff, but they had Robert E. Lee's Civil War General. Uh, I remember uh, my grandmother bought me that game, and that's just kind of fucking boring. It's uh, 
you know, you think Civil War, you think it's going to be a battle game. And it said on the front, so realistic you can smell the gunpowder. But it's like turn-based shit where you just kind of move your little point-and-click army. Uh, to me, it worked with Lords of the Realm. didn't work so much with the Civil War. But uh, they came out with a lot of good games. I also remember the Police Quest games. And uh, I think they had the SWAT version of that, too. So, uh, yeah, Grant, I think uh, the Sierra family of games would be cool to continue that one. Oh, yeah. So we'll get into some more of those games in the future. Also, I'll be reviewing Double Dragon Gaiden at some point as well. So we'll I'm excited to that hear goes. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. And I'll probably play on some more of it tonight, too. Because, you know, so we do here at the show. Play video games, nerd it up, play with our penises, and also sniff dirty puss. And eat chili. No. Just, God, I love them. And eat chili. God, I love Ooh. all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man, God. Damn. You know what? I watched some cheaters this weekend. Remember that show? Yeah. Good show. Is that still on? Now, uh, I think, well, they have a new version of it, but I was watching some of the old school shit and, um, now, I don't know how much of it's actually real. I know, I think it's probably most of it's fake, but man, it's still good TV, you know? Yeah. Still good TV. Still seems kind of real, but like I know those producers and shit, man, I don't think it's, I think it's, I don't know, was there ever a real fucking reality show that was actually really real, really reality? That didn't uh, have a bunch of fucking scumbag producers on it trying to pump everything up? Cops? Oh, yeah, that's a good. I guess that one, but you know what? That was still, that one was still, now I'm not going to, it was still edited and kind of manufactured in a way that. Sure. I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm about you know, I'm trying to say? Um, that put them in a, put cops in a good light. I'm not saying, you know, either way, but I'm, uh, that that's what I think. But what I'm saying is it portrays them in a very good light where I don't know, you know, there, yeah. there's, you know what I'm saying? It's not all going to be one way. So. I think the first few seasons of Cops, man, that late 80s, early 90s, grimy cops, it's like they're on the night shift drinking that coffee in Chicago and like telling you, oh, it's tough out here, boys, but you know what? We just want to get home to our kids and our wives at night. I mean, I feel like that was you know, my dad. I can remember him watching that in the living room, followed by some rescue 911 and some unsolved mysteries. And uh, man, as a kid, that's, that scared the fuck out of you. That was a night that you think you're going to get kidnapped while you're in bed. Hell yeah, especially if you're watching America's Most Wanted, too. Oh, God. Throw that shit oh, in there. God. Unsolved movies? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. They're on the run. Oh, oh God. <laughs> they never found him. He's out there alive. <laughs> Dead Elvis is going to come get me. <laughs> that one on Unsolved Mysteries, man. I was freaking out. I thought Elvis was going to fucking break in my house. <laughs> that shit was scary. <laughs> I was day. freaked out. Yeah. Fucking Rogers does this guy's name Roger Stack. He's like the scariest human. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's like this is Roger Stack, and now oh. we're gonna be talking about a little boy who vanished out of his house at night. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, great, great thing to talk about right before bed. Yeah, right. I'm like sitting here, my fucking <laughs> watching this show in my undies. You fucker, goddamn. This is suck. God damn. Oh. Man, we got a fucking impending week coming up, fellers. What are y'all thinking about this? You got your... 
Meal prep, yeah. I think the menu this week, uh, salmon. We got some sausage bites and uh, meatballs. <laughs> a little, little different. So do you meal prep, LD? I know you be kind of working out and stuff. What do you do? Uh, prep, meal prep? Man, I just... I don't really meal prep. Not like Jay Wiggy. I just, I like to, I try and eat a lot of chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. That's there good. Mm. Yeah. Good, good basics. I like that. You know what? I'm fucking with this. Uh, I've been fucking with some new protein recipes. I've been making this little cheesecake mix with casein protein. Uh, you mix a couple of fucking ingredients to try to make a healthier cheesecake and I kind of I used to hate that shit But I tried it out. You mix a little fruity pebbles in there, too. Uh, it's pretty good um, It's just too much effort for this little bowl of pudding cheesecake It's good as fuck, but you got to mix all this bullshit to make it taste like a goddamn cheesecake with protein in it So I don't know. I'm gonna try that throughout the week if it keeps taking so long and I don't get better at making it quick I'm gonna abandon ship on Oh, I wish it got me. God damn it. Oh, damn. That was pretty good. Let's pop out of nowhere to pop my ass. So, yeah, where, I mean, where are you at right now, LD? You're in Georgia somewhere? No, well, I'm in I'm in Tennessee. I'm oh, in Tennessee. Tennessee? Yeah. How long you out there for? Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I've been out here. I had to come out here Sunday, um, but I'll be back tomorrow. Go. Oh, you going anywhere else? Or you get just at the house chilling? Yeah, for uh, the rest of this week, as of right now, I'm I'm kind of working from home. So hopefully that won't change. Ooh, baby, go hang on that honey do list. Some ghost queens and please fix the goddamn French train outside. Did ABC Seven ever call in? By the way. Nah, man, I fucking he he uh there he is right there. But then he left and he came back. Man, ABC, call next week. Uh, we're wrapping it up tonight, but uh, we've got a hell of a show next Monday night. Uh, give us a call next week, and uh, we'll we'll definitely get you on the horn. Yes, we will do that, my friend. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, baby. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Here Baby, I know that um, tomorrow, Dark Side of the Ring, Bash at the Beach. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Good one. I know we didn't get to talk about this past one. Um, I forgot what the was fuck it. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, Bam Bam. Oh. Did we talk about that last time? I don't know. Man, you know what? Maybe we I think did. We talk. did. I think yeah. Was it? Was it? Man, I thought it was. A no, fun. you know what? Maybe we texted about it because I watched Bam Bam. Uh, I think at the gym uh, the past week, man, and that was a good one. Really good. I thought it was another one since that one. I might be wrong, but. Um... Yeah. This one's going to be Bash Beach, and it's going to have Vince Russo in it, so I know Jim, Jim Cornette fucking hates Vince Russo, so this is going to be a good one. I hope they have Jim Cornette on this one, because, you know, he's I wish, a, they, I wish they would, too, though, man. I, I don't. I like Cornette. Russo really fucked up wrestling towards the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I did. That uh, brawl for all, man. What? I just love Cornette. He hates him so much, man, so I hope he's on and um, I'll definitely be checking out Jimmy's podcast uh, <laughs> on that because I know he's going to talk. He never passes up a fucking opportunity to uh, to talk shit about Vince Russo. So. Yeah, he, sa- he said his goal in life at this point is just to live long enough to outlive Russo just so he can piss on his grave. That's excellent. Uh, yeah, I saw that clip. Man, he goes in on his ass every time anybody says anything about 
about him. So I'm with him though. I, I think uh, I think the WCW, and, and I don't want to go off track. We'll have to get on some of this next week. But yeah, I, I think they had more years in them at their prime, and I think Russo kind of accelerated the demise of WCW, and I think it kind of brought to an end to that attitude era of wrestling. Yes. Uh, yes. What do I know? Hey, you know more than me, but I do. I have been definitely getting in on that shit lately, so. Cool. Yeah. So, words of wisdom, LD, before we get out of here. Yeah, I mean, just uh, thanks for having me on the show, guys. You know, I love y'all. I love the show. I try and listen every week. Um, I guess my words of wisdom, high expectations lead to great disappointment. Beautiful. True that, my friend. All right. Well, Wiss, what up, bully? Oh, man, I'm not going to cut my All right. I knew it. See ya, you punk bitch. All right, so what up, Wiki? Oh, I don't know if I can top LD and uh, I can top Wes. I could just breathe a little bit. Um, <laughs> You know what? In lieu of a college football talk, a great Yogi Berra, baseball player, but I think it's a good quote, simple to the point, it ain't over till it's over. And you remember the Flutie's Hail Mary kick six, uh, 2005 Capital One Bowl. Uh, as we get towards football season, some last-minute plays. It ain't over till it's over. That's right, baby. Football, you guys have a great week weekend. Check out grantmills.podbean.com. Check out the old episodes. Classic shit. Oh, I'm going to leave out a little, I don't know if it's a tidbit of wisdom. <laughs> Not really. It's just a quote from the great Tom Arnold. Women. Can't live with them, can't kill them. Getting out of here, folks. So it's something gonna have a great week. Have a great weekend. Be back here Monday, 9:30 in the dirty. Love you all. Peace out. <laughs>